Hello, welcome to XO episode 31. This is going to be a pretty simple episode compared to the last couple fucking earth-shatteringly complicated ones that I've done. So that'll be a nice change of pace. It's basically just uh, a couple of clips I found. One from Penny Arcade, the other one from Kevin Smith. Where they talk about their thoughts on religion. So I thought, oh, those go together kind of well. But they really don't lend themselves to music. That's what I usually do, is just layer in all kinds of songs and stuff and make things all fancy. I think this episode is mostly going to be dry, just just the clips themselves with like a little bit of interstitial music. But why I like these clips is basically both these things. Penny Arcade, it's a web strip about video games, like a comic strip. And Kevin Smith, of course, is the director. And both of these things have been a big kind of part of my life for a long time. I think I first heard of Penny Arcade in like... 1999 or 2000 and uh, they do a webcomic every Monday, Wednesday and Friday and I've just always read them ever since then even when uh, I moved out to Vancouver and I didn't have a computer so I would just go to uh, an internet cafe once in a while to check email, it's just real easy to go catch up on the strips and then around that things just have grown up all around them where now at this point They have their own little TV show, Penny Arcade TV. They've had their own video games. I just went to the Penny Arcade Expo convention with my friend Mike, like, last month. And a similar thing with Kevin Smith. I saw Clerks when I was a teenager, and man, I watched it, like, I don't know how many times. I just, every time I ran into somebody, I'd be like, have you seen Clerks? And we went and rented it. In those first two weeks, I mean, I must have rented it, like, six times. And just a similar type of thing, just, I guess, in both these cases, it's not just the work itself that kept me coming back all this time. It's pretty easy to argue that Kevin Smith had some movies that aren't the best in the fucking world, and Penny Arcade, you know, sure, people are like, oh, I don't know, Penny Arcade hasn't been that funny lately. It's like, yeah, I guess, but who fucking gives a shit? Like, it's, it's more the people behind it that really drew me in. And I think those are, like, I can't think of anything else besides Kevin Smith stuff and Penny Arcade stuff that has been that consistent for, you know, over a decade as just something I keep going back to. It's this little thread that never broke. I guess more recently there's also Keith and the Girl. I found out about that in 2005, and it's been a continuous part of my life as well. But that's different because I met Keith and Hemda. Whereas with the Penny Arcade guys and Kevin Smith, like they feel like this little outside, just sort of satellite part of my extended family. You know, it's weird. It's like they're like distant relatives that I really never see, but they're just always there. They're always just part of whatever else I'm doing. But in both cases, I mean, I have so much in common with them and so much of the same type of humor and the same interests. But in both cases, there's this weird religious thing going on that I mostly just tried to ignore, where Kevin Smith is religious, would go to church before every movie and pray and stuff. And Mike, the artist of Penny Arcade, his kids are named Gabriel and Noah, you know? It's like Bible stuff. It just, I don't know, it just made me uncomfortable because I, I got no love at all for religion. It's just... I mean, I think I've chilled out from when I was a teenager, when if there was some kind of war, us versus religious people, 
I would, uh, it would just like, it was like a fantasy of mine to just take up a fucking weapon and stomp some religious guy's stupid fucking head into the dirt. Nowadays, I mostly just find it tiresome. I mean, it, it is, it's just, it's fucking ridiculous. But yeah, it's just, it's too tiresome to even debate, you know? It's just, it's just ludicrous. So in these cases, I mean, it just seemed extra baffling to me. Like, how are these people that are so smart and so clever and that I've been fans of for so long, how can they be into religion? Like, how does that line up? Like, it's not hard to poke holes in religion. You take one step in any direction and you're instantly in total nonsense land. Like, it's, you really gotta want to believe in this shit. So that's why I enjoyed these little clips that I found because, yeah, it turns out you can't be into religion. You just can't. Not If you're a smart person, you just can't. There's no way. So that's basically what these clips are. It's uh, Mike and Jerry from Penny Arcade talking about, in both cases, it's about their kids. Mike and Jerry went on a camping trip with their kids and their kids started talking about some metaphysical shit and... Uh, all of their kids are pretty young. I think they're all under 10 years old. And this is the story of how even though Mike is religious, he doesn't want to teach his kids about the Bible, which I thought was pretty great. And then the Kevin Smith clip is uh, he's trying to explain to his daughter, Harley, who's 12 years old, about the Bible. And yeah, I found these clips. I mean, they're just interesting anyway, but they're extra kind of comforting to me because it... Uh, it filled in this little gap where I was like, you know, this disconnect, this weird little rough patch where I'm like, I just, always in the back of my mind, I'm like, how are these guys religious? Like, what is the story there? What is going on? And it turns out really, it's just religious in, in name only. Just, they grew up that way. They're still holding on to some kind of tattered vestiges of it, but they're really not because they're smart people and you can't be. If you think about stuff and you're really you're your own person, you're an individualist thinker, <laughs> whatever, you can't be fucking religious. It's goddamn insane. So I thought that was goddamn delightful. So here's Mike and Jerry from Penny Arcade and Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier talking about religion. When you guys were on the dock, could you hear my son screaming out there? <laughs> <laughs> well, he just yeah, heard you know, about it. Well, no, he's just he's camera to, shy. Well, he's camera shy. But he's also <laughs> trying to explain to Gabe that uh, gh
they aren't real. Well, they were having a discussion, but it was a pretty geeky discussion about the qualities of ghosts. I don't remember how we started talking well, no, about Well, no, it's because Elliot wanted to go all the way to the opposite island, and Gabe wanted to go right back to the dock. Yeah. And so we went about halfway there and then came back, because I thought that would give everybody more or less what they wanted, but that's not how Also, I was getting kind of tired. <laughs> I could not have made it to that other shore. I was out there doing it again. I don't know about you, yeah. So I had to try to make the island seem unappealing, and so I said, well, you see those lines over there, those phone wires, and Elliot was like, yeah, I'm like, those all go right to a graveyard. <laughs> Dead people call out from there. They're um, crips. All the time. And so we don't want to go there. They're all dead and it's a bad place. Yeah. And he didn't like that. And he was trying to tell me that ghosts could not touch phones and so they couldn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, well, ghosts aren't real. And then, like, the one bit of spirituality that I've given my son rears up where he's like, well, it's not really true because. A person's spirit is like a ghost. Exactly, but then Elliot was like, yeah, but when I'm not talking about a spirit inside of a body, I'm talking about a spirit <laughs> yeah. Like, they're five and yeah. six, and we're just laughing our asses off on both sides. But what's great is, like, the only spirituality I've given him is that we have souls that are sort of what we are, and when we die, those go somewhere else. Those keep living. That's the extent of it. And the idea that there is a God who has sort of made all this stuff. But beyond that, it's... And so you, at the, I, it was like the one day we were there, you're like, Gabriel, do you know that your name and Noah's name are from the Bible? And yeah, and like, your daddy's name, right? Yeah, and he's like, what's the Bible? And I was like, what the fuck do you mean, what's the Bible? Yeah, because I the didn't, fucking Bible? didn't want to get into it with him. And so then we get home, and he's like, Daddy, do we have a Bible? I'm like, oh, yeah, we have a Bible. He's like, I want to know about the Bible. Read me stories from the Bible. I'm like, no, I don't really... He's like, Bible! Well, the Bible... That's the thing is that the Bible is so fundamental. Like, it's so... Like, it's so low down in the list of, like, cultural assumptions that... I almost, I almost did... I was like, what do you mean you've never... Okay. I was like, well, have you heard of God and Jesus? And he's like, yeah, 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 I've heard of those guys. And I'm like, well, that's why everybody knows about them. And the Bible is their story. Like, I was trying... I mean, I was, like, trying to invent a way to explain to him, like... What? I've never yeah, had but I was trying to maintain my loving picture of God. I've given him this idea that we have spirits and there's this God who loves us and makes everything. And the first story he wants is the story about Noah. And I'm like, okay, well, so God killed everyone on the planet. <laughs> Why did he do that? All things. Well, because everything was bad. Everything on the planet was bad? And I said, yes, everything was bad. And he goes, even the cats? I said, yes. Everything was so bad that God had to murder all of it. Well, and, and, and he's just like, he's like, in his mind is imagining these black guard cats with yeah. capes. And then he's like, okay, read me a story with my name in it. And I'm like, Gabriel, oh, oh shit. Wow. Uh, well, let's see, you he signal the down. end of the world. Um, do, 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 do. And so the only thing, the best one I could come up with was when he uh, goes to Mary, right? And says, you're going to have a baby. But now that's a weird story. Like, so God gave her the, like... I couldn't fucking win all night. I'm reading this goddamn Bible. It was horrible. Yeah, it's a weird... Yeah, but I wasn't going to go there. And you're the fucking atheist. Yeah, but this is the thing. It's like, you don't want him to come to this stuff later. You want him to hear this stuff now. I guess, but that you're like... He's like, no, I don't know about the Bible. And you give me this look like... Like, I, like I'm a horrible father because I haven't exposed him to the Bible. Well... I think that yes, I think that if a Catholic does not expose I am not Catholic. I was raised Catholic. You're what are you? I believe in God. I don't believe in religion. <laughs>
I have a great Whatever. personal relationship with God. Yeah, you, you know what that means? It means you don't go to church. <laughs> <laughs> that means that you sleep in on Sundays. That's yes. That's what that means. It does. I think they have a lot of good ideas, you know. But I was waiting until I thought the time was right. When was that going to be? Probably never. You're going to be pretty busy. Well, you so, so you're upset because he's going to be learning about the Bible from kids on the street? <laughs> yeah, like from, he's going to yeah, be from, in some dark alley and some guy's like, Come here, let me tell you about Job. You like this God so much? Check out this Job guy. He's got to use. I would be happy to teach your son about the Bible. No. Because you'll fucking, you'll do some atheist thing. What, like, I'll use some atheist juju? <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? I don't know. It's not right for you to do it. But, but it's like this, when you're in the boat. Because you teach it, you teach it as being similar, as the same thing as fucking Tolkien, right? For you, teaching it to Elliot, it's no different than if you were teaching about Lord of the Rings. I, I, I would say War of the Worlds. <laughs> um, but no, no, it's, it's, it's like when you were in the boat, right? But I'm saying that Jesus and Legolas, for you, no difference. Roughly on par. <laughs> they both have bows. Yeah. Legolas walking right on top of the snow. Same with Jesus. What do his elf eyes see? I was going to say, Jesus, up on the oliphant. Yeah. Cutting down motherfuckers. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like when you were in the boat, right? And then Gabe, seriously, Gabe was making a, a metaphysical point. And then you were like, well, you know, there's a lot we don't know about souls. We really don't know about souls. Yeah. And you said that for my son's benefit. Yeah. What I'm telling you is that I know a lot about the Bible. I know that. And it would it would honor me if I could help you communicate the that value to Gabe. I love Gabe. All right. I know those stories. I can help you do it. And I you know with my son, obviously, you know, I equivocate. <laughs> did is did he really go inside of a whale? Probably not, son. Yeah. My guess, no. But what is there about this story? Gabe asked me, did he run into a whale? Fuck yes, he went in a whale. Shit, yeah. He hung out in there. Well, the thing he is, he whaled I, it up for three no, days. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't know if that stuff's literal. Like, I think the problem is that, like, I, you know, I don't know what to take as literal in the Bible and what not to take. Because I, I was raised for so long as. But why isn't that but worth teaching? My confusion. Yes. That there is not an easy answer. Yes. The idea of passing on my non-understanding, like curiosity. My... The reason you don't understand it is because you asked a question and didn't know the answer. The urge to question is our task. That's what we have to give. That's our job. I guess so far I've thought that, of our job as giving answers. No, no, no. Anyone can give them answers. Anyone can give them answers. They'll get plenty of answers in school. And then they'll be tested on those answers. Yeah. What we give them is an environment where they can question safely. That's our task. And it's not too young for that? No. Except about dinner. They have to eat that shit, whatever it is. Well, yeah, no questions asked. All of it. Even the vegetables. Yeah. And no more, like, two more bites bullshit. Eat it all. Every bean. Yeah. Or God will kill the world. <laughs> It's coming on, it's coming on, and it's on, it's It's right where it belongs. What if everything around 
Smodcast. I'm Kevin Smith. Scott Mosier. Hey, man. Hey. Hey, Scotty Mosier. Hey, how old you feeling these days, Scotty Mosier? What did you say? How old am I feeling? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you feel like a middle-aged man? Every once in a while, I have moments where I'm like, God damn it, I'm not a fat 12-year-old anymore, am I? <laughs> I may dress like one. I may dress like a fat, mentally challenged 12-year-old, but I'm not that anymore. Like, I had a heart-to-heart conversation with my kid last night about religion, that there's no way to talk about religion unless you talk about death and dying. Because, you know, I'm like, look, that's where religion comes from. We're all just terrified. Yeah, yeah. Terrified of what's on the other side. Nobody knows. We're one of the only species on the planet to cognize our own demise. So I said, look at Shecky. She's blissfully unaware of the fact that one day she's going to die. She knows from harm and danger. She doesn't want to yeah. get hurt. But she doesn't know that it's going to end. And if she did, she wouldn't be so fucking plucky. She'd be laying around <laughs> like Scully going like the end is nigh, isn't it? Like she got no concept of, of, you know, of, of death and mortality, dying, mortality or not existing anymore. Yeah. I was like, so those of us human beings, you know, who could kind of, uh, cognize our own mortality, uh, you know, we back in the day and even now we look for something to make us feel better about it. There are those, I said, look, there are people like your mom and Scott Mosier who believe we die <laughs> and lay in the earth. And she was just like, I see. And I was like, cold, isn't it? I said, but then there's dads. Dads involve superheroes and magic. <laughs> a, a mighty, a mighty immortal named Batman Jesus. sweeps down and takes your soul to Gotham. <laughs> we did. I literally, let me fucking, can I read you the fucking, this was, this charmed me no end last night. Like my wife was tired and shit. She's like, I'm going to bed. Harley's coming home. 9.30. I said, where is she? She says, uh, what a great parent you are. I said, fuck you. Uh, she said, uh, she's at a play. She went to see a play, uh, with her friend. I said, what kind of play? And she's going, uh, it's at her friend's church. I was like, you let this kid go to a church play? Cause you know, Whoa, yeah. Jennifer is fucking so not that person. And she was like, yeah, you know, it's a show. It's harmless. And she's not, not going to indoctrinate or anything. I was like, I'm, look, I'm all for it. I'm just fucking shocked that you said yes. So I want to go to sleep. So I text her. I'm like, Hey man, where are you at? I say, where are you at kiddo? This is the exact conversation. And she writes back a church that was at nine 26 at nine 55. I get, a, this is the text I get. Daddy, they just gave me a Bible and told me to pray and talk to Jesus and God, no which way. yes, 
And she goes, I don't think mom is going to be very happy. <laughs> now, to me, that doesn't bother me at all. I'm like, that's interesting. What a great Saturday night you've had because she doesn't do that normally. Yeah, yeah. So at Exposure least, to something new. At the very least. Ah, that'll be interesting. She's talking, you know, yeah. fuck, what was it like? What did you think? Isn't it silly? Or did you find faith in her inspiration in it? But the other one, Jen, fucking she don't. She don't cotton that at all. So hearing that, you know, I thought it was funny that she was like, I don't think mom's going to be very happy. I said, look, it's all right. Just smile, say thanks, and be nice about their faith. She says, okay, but I'm very confused, and I feel awkward. I says, if they ask, you were baptized Catholic. I said, why are you confused? She goes, uh, I'm just very confused about what I was praying for. I said, it's okay. Religion is just like any other club or organization. It has its pluses and minuses. Uh, do you know where you guys are? Do you want me to come get you? Because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What's the same word? <laughs> That's the thing. I'm trying to be like, religion's fine. But in the back of my head, I'm like, I don't know these people. I don't know what's going on. It's like stab the near person <laughs> with a pen. Do you have a pen? Screw the cap off. She says, I just feel really awkward about having a Bible and having to pray. And I just feel a little weird. But now we're on our way home. And uh, I so said. They gave her a Bible to like, walk away with. Yeah. Take this with you. Uh, and I said, look, that's not a bad book. There are some nice moral stories in it, but it's just a book. Well, she comes home and I fucking say, and uh, she, ha she has the Bible. She does. And I was, I was leafing through it and stuff. I was like, yeah, there's nothing wrong. I said, look, there's nothing, you know, because of her mom, because of Jennifer, who is like disdains all fucking organized religion and whatnot. You're like, burn it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, let like, her see it. Yeah. Don't make her mad. Um, <laughs> I was like, look, man, I, I get it. She gets enough fucking like this is stupid blah 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 you know the fucking extreme opposite side jennifer not a fan so whenever she talks about religion it's usually in kind of like dismissive or derogatory terms um for me you know i'm a bit more fucking yeah you know how shall we say logical you yeah know, not as fucking judgmental i'm a little more fucking like hey man it works for some doesn't work for all so i'm sitting there going look ain't nothing inherently wrong with that book it's just a book um and some people use it to guide their lives um, because people are generally scared in this world. I said, we're so small and the universe is so massive and we're the, one of the only species that cognize our own demise. Here on so, Earth. Yeah, that we know of. Yes. And that's that thing. So I was like, nobody knows what's happening beyond here. I said, to be honest with you, this book that a lot of people put their faith in is full of stories that you're supposed to have moral lessons you pull inspiration from. I said, but I'll be honest with you, man. Like, and I told her that fucking Solomon story. I was like, he offers to cut a baby cleaving in twain between two mothers, one uh, who claims it's hers, the other claims it's hers. And the one mother says, that's fine. Cut the baby in half. And the other mother says, no, uh, don't cut the baby. Just give it to her. And that's how King Solomon knew whose baby it was. <laughs> because he knew one of them was nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ridiculous story, dude. Like last night, as I'm sitting there trying to explain to my kid, <laughs> Why he said he'd cut the baby in half and give them each a piece. She passed out <laughs> from the violent imagery, hit her head on a fucking desk, came to, and she was like, Mom, Dad was talking about horrible things that happened in the Bible. It sounded like hostile. I mean, it's fucking weird, dude. Like, I was going, look, because I stopped. I'm going, they're full of moral stories. And then I was like, you know what? I'm thinking of Aesop's fables. Those are full of moral stories and shit. And I told her the story about the dog holding the bone. He sees his reflection, then drops it to get the bone. But it's him. But the moral is keep your bone in your mouth. I don't know. <laughs>
The moral is like, learn what a fucking mirror is. Yeah, it's like the moral is dogs are pretty dumb. Yeah. We are overlords of dogs. Yeah. We are the masters. But those stories at least have moral little lessons to them. A lot of the Bible stories literally don't, dude. Yeah. It's not like, you know, fucking David and Bathsheba is not really a moral story. It's like, then King David wanted a woman so much he had her husband killed. <laughs> the moral of the story is, you know, pussy will make yeah, you watch nutty back. shit. Yeah. Hot pussy <laughs> is not worth it. Hot pussy, cold husband. <laughs> you know, at least in King David's land, there's always someone who's going to want that pussy. Yeah. None of the stories are fucking good, dude. Not like even the Jesus this is story. This the New Testament, right? <laughs> old or new. There's well, really. Old is w- way more fucked up. But at least in the old, like I was going, all right, maybe Noah's Ark. I was like, well, Noah's Ark. And then I'm like. There is no lesson more in Noah's Ark. It's like, listen to God, build a boat, and save all the animals. Yeah. I was like, which is nice. Yeah, like yeah. A, a nice, you know, fucking be not, kind to animals message. Yeah. But it's not like, you can't really apply that to it's your own like, life. That's more like being threatened. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> of course, look, you don't have to be religious or believe in the Bible. If you hear some booming voice from the sky ordering you around, build a boat. Yeah. Or you're going to die. You and your family are going to drown. Build a boat and put animals in it. You're going to fucking do it. Yeah, man. Like, all right. Especially if others here. If you could be like, can can you say that in front of my wife? This is going to be a tough sell. <laughs> yeah, she's a hard, she's a hard ass. Um, it's just a tale. It's kind of like, it doesn't make any sense. They're either. not even good, dude. I, and I'm saying this as a guy who, like, storytells for a living. Is a storyteller for yeah, a living. they're not very good. Not really. They're pretty flat. And it's not even like, I, I, like I said, okay, in the Jesus story at one point, he meets Satan. Who's kind of like the fucking Darth Vader of the Bible. Yeah. And Satan's like, you know, if, if you'll listen to, I'm sure he didn't use that voice. Cause then it's very easy to turn the <laughs> yeah, deal yeah. down. But essentially he said, if you look at this, he took him up to the top of a mountain. He's like, see this whole world. This will all be yours. If you just call me master. And Jesus was like, no, like my father in heaven is the ultimate master. Yeah. yeah. And then and Satan like asked him two more times, showed him some other shit. Never a woman. They don't write that. Like he showed him fucking hot pussy. Yeah. He's like, that's hot pussy. He Jesus was like, like, give me an ugly, give me a busload of ugly pussy. But he, he gets tempted and she goes, what happens? Like then what happens? And I'm like, nothing. He just says no. And the devil leaves. And I'm like, like, that sucks too. It's like, I want to be able to say, well, they fucking whipped out lightsabers and they started yeah, fighting yeah. on the top of a mountain. Satan fell into the fucking volcano pit, you know, and fucking, and this was baby Jesus versus Satan, you yeah, know, which yeah. isn't in the Bible, but you want to dress it up. Nothing. There's nothing there. It's like, it's a story about a guy who's tempted by the devil. Maybe nobody's around. He's to not see even it. really tempted. He's more just like tempted would be like that he might do it. Is it, 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 is it, it in the like, Bible that he like might do it, or is it more just like the devil's like, "Hey man, you want to do this?" And he's like, "Nah." It would be like your wife tempting you with your house, dude. Where you're like, "See this house? This could all be yours. You can, you if can you go in any room me, you want, you're master." And you're like, "It is all mine." Yeah, I paid for it. Yeah, and she's like, "All right, well, declare me master anyway." <laughs> I mean, seriously, cool. like his father is God. If you believe in this, his father is God, more powerful than fucking Satan because yeah, he yeah. casts Satan out. So if Satan's offering you anything. It's like, I don't even think you own that real estate, yeah, dude. Yeah, like, I fucking, my father owns all this. That'd be like someone going like, I'm going to sell you the, if you call me master, I will sell you this Brooklyn I'm gonna Bridge. I'm going to sell you the Brooklyn Bridge, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, all right, so that story has no cool fucking ending to it. I'm like, to be honest, I don't understand why people built their lives around this book. I said, the trick of religion, I, and I said, don't, it's not a trick. It's not necessarily like, people maliciously doing it although there are some people that will 
I said, but the key or trick, the, the hitch, the twist, the hook that religion, all religion and faith and spirituality hangs on, but particularly religion, because uh, it's all about kind of, you know, controlling uh, to some degree or aiding, you know, you get uh, helping you to yeah. some degree. I said, but it's all predicated on suffering now, reward later. <clears throat> like, yeah. and I said, you got to be careful of anybody that tells you the other side is better because nobody fucking knows. Nobody knows. No. I said, look, your grandma, like people talk about a tunnel of light. Your grandma died on the operating table while she was having a heart procedure for like a minute and change. She saw her dead mother, her parent, parents beckoning her toward the light and stuff. I said, that's a very common story though. You know, there's this dude, Joe Rogan told me a story about like the stuff. I think it's DMT that the brain produces. Like when yeah. you die, they think it's the same shit you produce when you go to sleep. That essentially the moment of death, the brain just overloads you where it's just like, yeah, yeah. You can't it's handle a chemical reaction. Shit. And that's where people get the, hey, Vision it's the light and, and yeah, fucking yeah. there's heaven and shit like that so that you don't get overwhelmed, go into shock as you fucking yeah, yeah. die or whatever. Yeah. And I'm, I'm realizing I'm saying all this shit to the 12 year old. And it's kind of heavy stuff, especially like 1130 at night. And like, yeah, oh. yeah. And like, I'm stoned. She's not so like, <laughs> I can handle this. <laughs> I'm like, Oh yeah. The fucking Boyd is just a, a, a gaping maw of eternal nothingness. Yeah. So good night. <laughs> good night. <laughs> I'm going to go upstairs yeah. and smoke myself <laughs> out of the gaping maw. Yeah. <laughs> You're trapped for another eight years, <laughs> but it was pretty intense, man. But as I sat there talking about religion to her, I was like, this is such horseshit. Like, who bought this? This isn't even cool like the Greek myths, dude. Like, the Greek no. myths, at least they're fighting each other. Motherfuckers yeah. like, I come to you as a golden shower yeah. or a bull. I'm going to fuck you like a peacock. <laughs> <laughs> and God instead, like, in the Bible, you got like, I can give you all of this if you call me master. It's like, you're in my yard. He's like, oh. <laughs> and that's the end of the story. There's no yeah. fucking cool, like, clash of the titan. Nobody summons a kraken. This book sucks, dude. Like, I was sitting there defending it going, like, it's a book like any other. It could be used for good or, you know, bad. Just never forget it's a book full of stories. But the more it's I... It's just bad mythology. Yeah, I was like, this Boring is... A, you mythology. know what? It is a book, but it's not... Those stories aren't very good. If you're yeah. going to base your life on something, or if you're looking for meaning, that's what I was telling her. I was like, look, I get it. The older you get, you'll find... You know, this crushing, overwhelming sense of like, where am I in all this? And yeah. what happens? And, you know, it's just, it, it gets and maybe more the answer and more difficult. is just like, <clears throat> you know, and maybe the answer is just like, you don't know. Like, you might never really know. Some people, I, I told her, I said, <clears throat> look, I prefer, I've been both ways. I've gone down religion path and I've also been uh, uh, my own person. I said, uh, Plato said that the unexamined life was not worth living. And people who embrace religion, tend not to want to examine their life because sometimes you don't like what you find and it's painful. Truth isn't always what you need it to be. Religion offers you cotton candy and fucking circuses for all time to get past the suffering in this world. It's a crutch, an aid for people who are never going to get out of a rut, who feel trapped, who have, who are, who are trapped in situations beyond fucking help. And the thought of, you know, a mystical warrior or a fucking benevolent God looking out for them who will take care of them later on if they can't get in this world they'll get in the next makes them comfortable makes them not so terrified to be in this world or you know makes them feel okay somebody else has got this i don't have to think about this yeah. i said but it's always better to be the person thinking about it i said you don't always have to be a leader you don't always have to be a follower you just always need to be an individual and an individual just sits there and thinks for themselves yeah. 
A religion will tell you, don't worry, in the next life, magicians will take care of you. Yeah, yeah. But really, when you think about it, nobody knows what's happening in the next life. So especially when you're like, and I've learned this in a 2,000-year-old book written by people that, you know. And didn't, they knew everything. Yeah, way That's more That's where knowledge us. ended. Yeah, they stopped there. <laughs> Internet, they probably built it. We dug it up. And they didn't like fish. <laughs> Shellfish, particularly. Um, it was... I don't know. It's just kind of weird. It's, it's weird. As I sat there trying to explain it to a 12 year old, I'm like, this, this is silly, isn't it? It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like, Scott was right, isn't he? I was it's like, we all just it. sit in the ground, don't we, Harley? She had to come with me. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, you want to watch SpongeBob? I was like, what's the point? He's going to die too. Yeah. Squidward's such a bitch. I <laughs> can't catch a break from his own neighbor. He's always looking out for him too. <laughs> what kind of friend is that? I figure, I mean, like, I don't even like some people would say definitively that they know exactly what happens and I would maybe not even be, would be the person to be like, I definitively know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But in a world of odds, like I, I'm in the, I, I, I bet on what you possibly could know, which is like, look, you're here now. Yes. You're here now. That's what I told her. And, and you may end up like, Shacky, come on, man. One squirrel in the tree eight hours ago, long gone, and this fucking dog's still up there calling it. Like, it ain't coming back. You know what that is? That's hope. (laughs) You ain't kidding. (laughs) You are not kidding. Like, something different happened in that dog's day, and she's like, oh, my God, did you see that? Did anybody see that? It's it's that thing. It's, like, as big as me, but, like, it could fly. Like, and she saw it climbing branches and going up the wall, and then she started to try to climb a tree. It was pathetic. I'm like, are you (laughs) dumb? You're not a squirrel. Um, but she won't fucking let it go. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that you like, do we abs, can I say absolutely? I'm not the guy who's going to stand there and go like, we just go to the earth and then da, 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 like definitively because I haven't died yet. I don't believe it with the sense that I'm going to go out and preach it, but I, I'm, I'm, I live my life with the idea that when I die, it's over. My consciousness ends. That's it. It's, uh, it's, it's, I, I felt weird having to, but good, fair, trying yeah. to like, I didn't feel like I was selling out on my faith, but at the same time, I was like, look, I said, I'm 41 and I'm not quite sure what to believe. I said, the older I get, the smarter I get. And I kind of realized this all sounds dopey. I said, but sometimes, you know, maybe dopey is comforting. Sometimes even I don't have the answers and maybe even I'm like fucking, yeah, man, there better be somebody after this looking out for everything and blah, blah, blah. I said, but most days I kind of realize that it is just the stories that we tell each other so we don't feel so alone so we have a few answers it's just things a, that are unanswerable <clears throat> i was like the problem is we don't think about it this book is written two thousand years ago by people that know ten thousand percent less than we do all they knew was just like wake up stay alive yeah. feed yourself go to sleep make babies if you could that's it like you know we we live in a completely different world where these people were never in their heads no. you know what i'm saying like you didn't have that's why it's probably so easy to get like, Joseph, your wife is going to have a baby and it's not yours. It's God's. Really? Yeah. Because sure. the dude's just like, I'm not a thinker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a doer, Lord. <clears throat> he can't be a thinker. You wake up. You're, work, you're living under Roman rule. At any moment, they could fucking grab you and cut your fucking throat or something like that or crucify you or something. You're, you know, fucking just living to be 30 years old is a triumph. At that point. You're probably not sitting around going like, you know, we're the only species that can cognize our own demise. So there's that or there's um, there is nothing. 
govern yourself and your actions. And I mean, some people when it ends, it ends. I told I told her I was like, we might just be like computers, man. Where it's just like once the computer's out of juice, that's it. I said, think about everything in this house that like a light that turns on, computer that turns on, fucking air conditioning. It's all predicated on power, on like input, like having Mm -hmm. electricity and shit like that. I said, but we are these walking around like many institutions that are powered by simply by food. We don't have to plug in or anything like that. Sooner or later, it just has to end. I said, that's, you know, the thing nobody wants to admit to or people aren't comfortable. Most people aren't comfortable admitting to is that life has to end. That's what defines life is death. If you didn't fucking die. Well, the thing no that life. you define is your, the, this idea of like the thing that you define is yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, self is like what, you know. You like, can do that. You can do you that. Can't you can't say solve like, the unknown, but you can solve you, you or at least know you. You can at least, you, you can say there, like, <clears throat> this idea of self, like even self is just a, it's, it's in your mind, like who you are. It's a chemical code. Is in your mind. And like, because who you are is something in your mind and, and how everyone else perceives you is completely different. It's like, you know, you're this, this idea of self to me is like, because you have it and it's wrapped up in your ego, it's like yourself. It's like the idea that yourself, that you've, that you're <coughs> obviously we're all really attached to would cease to be. Right. Is what freaks people the fuck out. The idea that you will have a moment where it's like there will be no more like, hey, there's a, there's a tree. Like that your mind, you will just cease to process input and process <clears throat> things and you will just sort of like, you will end. Like, your consciousness, your your sense of being alive or, or whatever that is, is just like will just cease to be. And that's what freaks people the fuck out. Right. That you would be like, no, you shut off like a light switch. That's like it. you're thinking maybe you're thinking like, oh, my God, there's a bear. <laughs> and then the next second you're not thinking anything. You're not thinking like, oh, my God, you're beyond thought. Yeah, you're beyond. You're just like you cease to exist. To me, you don't have a soul. You're just like, you have a brain, which is amazing. We have like, we have... Isn't that weird? It's like you have something as complex and fucking awe-inspiring as the human brain. And people are like, not good enough. Let's make up That's angels. religion. <laughs> <laughs> religion to me, a lot of it is just like books upon books of just like, no, that's not cool enough. Like, yeah. like the fact that some people could say, like, look, I, they don't like Earth right now or they don't like where they are right now. But I'm just like, why is this not good enough?
EXO episode 31. Thanks for listening. I hope you liked that simple, simple episode that I mostly just flat out stole directly. Very little editing whatsoever. You can find Penny Arcade stuff at penny-arcade.com and Kevin Smith stuff at smodcast.com. And for more episodes of this show, go to keithcourage.com. Thank you very much.